The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Field, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Jesse Holly, Kurt Daniels, and Nate Newton. Yeah, baby, we are back for back. Victory Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Cowboys get the dub last night. What was the final score of that game? I don't even remember. 23-16. 23-16. Chris that is called a, that, didn't he? I, he might have. That's a live look at the Tostitos Championship Plaza in front of the Four Center. What's up, my guy? What's going on, my brother? All right, we just live. We chill, We chilling. Today's <laughs> temperature is somewhere in the 80s. I love it. Nobody's out there. I don't know why no one's out there. We have people out there when there's a million degrees outside and when the weather gets right they don't want to be out there but there's two people yeah well yeah. it's all they're going to, to the star three but that's not why we're here we're not here to worry about the people who are outside at the Tostitos championship plaza we are here to talk about the people who are at MetLife Stadium last night and pulled out another victory cardiac Cooper comeback Cooper Competitive Cooper, whatever you want to, whatever name that you may have for him, Cooper Rush does it again for the first time since the merger in the National Football League. Cooper Rush is the first player to have three fourth quarter or overtime comeback victories in his first three starts as a quarterback. Jerry talked about a quarterback controversy. We won't talk about that on the show. <laughs> Please. We won't talk about that on the show. But what we will talk about, Nate, we're going to talk about your boy Tyler Smith. We're going to talk about Jason Peters. He got in there for 14 snaps last night. Kurt, we're going to talk about the defense right. and what they've done. Dan Quinn has turned this defense from being the league leader in turnovers last year to the league leader in sacks this year. He has found a way to just keep ramping this thing up, and guys are benefiting from cross the board. But we're going to start at the top of this thing. Someone, uh, uh, Mike, my guy Mike from New York tweeted me this, and he said, Jesse, be sure today to give Mike McCarthy and company their flowers. He said, we are always so hard on Mike McCarthy. And I had to remind him. I go, not on this show. Not me. (laughs) I said, I've been the guy who has stood up for Mike McCarthy since day one. But this is a flower giving moment, and we got to give a ton of credit off the top of this show. Mike McCarthy said a couple weeks ago, he said, when Dak Prescott went down, hey, I'm going in, I'm going to help Cooper Rush out. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm going to go in there and help Kellen Moore out. Well, I, we just need to be smarter, so I'm going to go in there, I'm going to see if we can't get this thing right. And Nate, Kurt, mm-hmm. it looks like yeah. that the combination of Mike McCarthy and Cooper and, uh, and Kellen Moore with Cooper Rush at the quarterback position – has found ways to put this Cowboys team at 2-1, second in the NFC East, heading into a stretch where, I mean, next week, it's a winnable game against the Commanders. Sure. You could you could potentially come out of this thing 3-1, and one, depending on where Dak's at for the Rams game, 4-1. and one. I mean, Nate, you, you're, you, are, you are the, what is it, Hope Springs optimism or optimism spring? What is that saying that they say? What, Herp Springs Eternal. Right, right. Herp Springs Eternal. You are the most optimistic and hopeful cowboy. It's Jerry, Steven, you and Mike, but Mike's, he just be doing it a little bit too much. And then you. 
How do you feel about the Cowboys after the victory last night against the New York Giants? Well, you know, I've always maintained that, you know, the Giants, they're just an okay team. They're, they got uh, a nice offensive-minded uh, coach as a head coach and who help, who's trying to help this kid. Daniel Jones, they got a nice running back, an electrifying running back in Barkley. The, the key was their defense and trying to cater to that. They lost Leonard Williams for this game, but they, they still had uh, Don Martindale, the uh, defensive coordinator who's seen some pretty good defenses. Uh, but they got too many holes to fill. Mm -hmm. Their offensive yeah. line, uh, we thought it would be Parsons, but it turned out to be uh, Demarcus Lawrence. Uh, Darnus Armstrong is playing lights out. This is about how I had it uh, going into this game. You know, if we just outlasted them, uh, I thought the penalties would kill us, but we seen they got past that after the first half, uh, you We're, know, early third quarter. So this is where we sit, man. Uh, were you concerned at, at all that, that, you know, it seemed like they outplayed him in that first half, but they just kept hanging around, hanging around. Did it, were you a little worried that, that you know, sometimes that comes back to bite you? That, that is the thing with the Giants, and that is where Don Martindale, their defensive coordinator and their head coach, uh, Dabble, uh, this is where they think we got to keep it muddy, we got to keep it ugly, we got to keep it close, and then we make him dial up something in the fourth quarter. That's what they did against the Panthers. That's what they did against Tennessee. They tried to keep it close where they can dial up things. But uh, we had the better players, the more complete team. I think we did the things that you have to do when you go on the road. Number one, we control time of possession. Thank God for the first time <laughs> out of three games with 32 minutes and 42 seconds. Uh, they did a nice job. They ran the ball 30 times. They ran it the right way with the right players in the right uh, places. Uh, uh, you know, C.D. Lamb came to life uh, after that drop. I think he refocused himself. And, you know, once again, Jesse, I'm throwing this at you, man. I'm trying to figure out who Noah Brown is. Where is Noah Brown? Like I said before, <laughs> Noah, Noah Brown is somewhere in between what we the 95-yard game we saw in right. week two and whatever the game was we saw in week one. Right. He's somewhere in between yeah. that. So I'm saying is his level picking up, uh, leveling off? Uh, no, he, he is. Uh, uh, he's just maintaining a. No, he's taking advantage of opportunities. Yes. Yeah. He, he, is, he has found ways to take complete advantage of opportunities <clears throat> and – that's what you want from a guy like him. Like, Noah Brown isn't someone who just got here. He's been around for six seasons. This is his sixth season with the Cowboys. Uh, some of it due to injuries, why he didn't play. But he, he, he has found a connection. And for those who don't think chemistry matters, connection matters, um, just knowing, that's what you get with Noah Brown and Cooper Rush and practice every day. Yeah. These guys work the most. And even though you can go to the Dak yard all you want in the yeah. summertime, when you're doing all those practice reps yeah. plus scout team reps, that there is a level of connectivity that you have with a quarterback, and I think he and Cooper Rush have found that uh, that, that 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 pretty good rhythm. And so again, I, I still think he is a combination of game one and game two. I mean, yeah. and even yeah. last night he had what he had 70, 54 yards, seven, yard, ca oh, seven five catches. So five catches for fifty four yards. That, yeah. That's what. That, that's essentially what you want from your right. number three receiver. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know the the thing that uh, the thing that amazes me, man, is is that these guys are. I don't rank the Giants, and I think nobody else 
besides the New York faithful, <laughs> ranked them pretty high. Right. But to go on the road, and once again, Jess, this is for you, my friend. This kid, Cooper Rush, gets, gets the ball out of his hand, good or bad. He, get, he gets that ball out of his hands, man. Yeah, and I think for Cooper Rush, he has found what works for him. Yes. And and kudos to, like I said to start the show, Mike McCarthy and Kellen Moore for continuing to give him the opportunities to do what he does yeah. best. And I think when you're talking about coaching and playing, playing and coaching, mm-hmm. and how that marriage works, we look at what happened last year with Dan Quinn and Mike, uh, Michael Parsons. That was a marriage that worked. Because Dan Quinn had figured out what buttons that I can push, how much I can push him. Because remember, early on in the season last year, Michael was doing all of these different things, and he was the green dot, right? He was the green dot, the guy who Mm calls the defense on the field. And then it got to the point where he said, too "Hmm, much. It's too much. Yeah. He said, okay, what what strings do I have to pull? Do I keep them? Okay, here's what we're going to do. Michael, because we want you to do so many different things, take the green dot away from you. You no longer have to worry about those things. What has it done? It's freed him up to be more of who he is. I think the same thing is happening right now with Cooper Rush and Kellen Moore. It's it's really finding that that chemistry on what to call, how to call it, and to Cooper Rush's credit. Because I can call no offensive coordinator in the history of the National Football League has ever drawn up a play that didn't result in a touchdown. <laughs> right, right. There isn't one. There isn't yeah. one offense going to gonna say, hey, this play is a five-yard play. So we're, every time we – no, no, no. Every OC says, hey, if we get this, 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 and this, house call. If we do this, this, and this, house call. So you can call a play, but to have the guy executed or have the men execute the play, yeah. that's the different part. And I think what Cooper Rush has done is that when those plays are being called, he's, he's making a definitive decision – and like you said, right or wrong, that's where I'm going. Sounds if the like reset right. for this, I'm going there. The reset yeah. for that, I'm going there. And I'm living with whatever the results are. Yeah. And right for, now, these, for these games, it's working. Yeah, right now his time to throw, which is I guess how quick he's getting rid of it, is 2.46 seconds, which is second fastest in the, in the league right now, yeah, only behind was, Tom Brady. And, brother, to me, now I'm not a quarterback, but I'm an offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. To me – that is paradise. That means I get on the do, boom, I'm all in, boom, and it's over. Right. We go to the next play. Your receiver's saying, I got to get where I'm supposed to be because this guy's delivering this ball. I got to run this route. And that is the precision. Now, and my question to you, brother, is this is how when our number one come back, this is how this thing should be ran. whoa, 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 hmm. whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Uh-uh. Yeah? yeah. Wait a second. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You ain't gonna just slide that in on us. <laughs> no, 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 I'm asking you. I, I just said I ask you. Is this not where it's supposed to be with our number one? That oh, you meant our number one quarterback. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you meant number one receiver. I thought I thought about no. Michael like Gallup. No, I was no, like, well, no. you ain't gonna just slide that. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I, I apologize. Yeah. Is it that supposed to be that type of precision with our number one too? I mean. Now maybe I'm just. Uh, I would I'm think act- so. The way they're they're, you know, the run, what they're doing, what that way they're calling plays. Yes. I think it has to mean it has to, like you said from the beginning, you play towards your defense and you set up 
quarterback with the run, all that kind of stuff, it has to continue. Jesse? Yeah. I mean, you would want that, right? This is what you want. You, <laughs> right. you want the ability to still have that same fluidity, that same rhythm, that same type of composure, that same type of productivity. Now, granted, you also want to score more points. Mm-hmm. You want to yeah. score more points. And how you score more points is you take more opportunities. You take more shots down the field. You 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 hold on the ball just a little bit longer to allow that route to develop down the field. So all those things, and I think because the question of the day has been, what makes Dak different from Cooper? What makes Cooper different from Dak? And try and do these similarities. I think the biggest thing is it's mobility. Mm. And I know that Dak isn't running like you would want him to, like rookie Dak, like you always say. Yeah, instinctive Dak. But his mobility and his strength, lower leg strength, overall strength, gives him that ability to get outside the pocket, extend plays, allows him to shut off, you know, would-be sack or tacklers, and and his ability to get out on the run and deliver the ball down the field. That's when you see those big plays happen. And when you get those big chunk plays, it eliminates you having to get small chunks and, and work your way down the yeah. field. So I think that those are some of the things that are different between the two. But to your points, you do want to have that level of, of continuity. And what you're seeing with the offensive line, Kurt, is 2 point what? 2.46 time. 2.46 time. Brady's the only quicker one at 2.4. That, that means wide receivers are running correct routes. That means offensive line is getting their initial blocks. Right. But it ain't coming to a reset yeah. because he's getting it out so quick. Right. So, you know, this – I said it when I saw him playing the first game. And and, and maybe – and maybe uh, I didn't see it this past week because Tampa Bay is hurt up and beat up real bad. But – Maybe it was because Tampa Bay was so on us in the first game till we didn't see everybody being who they are, you know. And maybe the Giants are so bad that the C.D. Lambs of the world can can yeah. do what he does. And last mean, year, last year Dak and he was this in the first game too. He's about uh, two point seven five, so it's not a huge difference, but still, yeah. I mean, that is is it just Dak's trying to do more, look for bigger things, or is is Cooper just like I'm getting rid of it. I'm going here. It doesn't matter. Here we yeah, go. I think I think Cooper's more just. Hey, here's what I'm doing. The ball. The play calls. The play is if we get this coverage, I'm going there. Mm-hmm. If we get this coverage, I'm going here. If all that fails, I'm checking the ball down. And he is stuck to his guns on that. Right. And and, and that is the gift and the curse to having a young, inexperienced quarterback. And someone who's a veteran. Right. Because a vet's always going to have in the back of their mind, I can make that throw, I can make that play, I can hit that home run. A guy like Cooper Rush is just saying, hey, I just want to be productive. I, I'm, I'm not looking to be the $40 million man. Mm. I, I just If Coach say the ball's supposed to go there, that's where the ball's going. And then I'll go to the sideline and I'll go, well, what happened? Well, I saw this read, I saw that read. You said go there and practice. That's where I went. You know what I'm saying? And so that 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 part about it, just doing what you're t- taught to do, doing what you're taught to do and told to do to you get the freedom to kind of do your own thing, that's what you want to evolve to. That's where Aaron Rodgers evolved to. That's what Tom Brady evolved to. If you go back and you watch early Tom Brady and early Drew Brees and early Aaron Rodgers, they were doing what they were supposed to do until they got the freedom to go out there and do the different things that you mm-hmm. see 
the number one quarterbacks do now. Yeah. And now, late in their careers, this is what late in their careers, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Tom Brady, and all the better quarterbacks in the league say, you know what? And you said in the first game, I don't have to do nothing real special. I'm going to hand this ball to number seven, and I'm going to toss these little, little quick passes. See, the game is still about being efficient and rhythm. Mm-hmm. And that is what we have to get back to. When Dak come back, get back to being efficient, get back to your rhythm, get back to being decisive. And I'm saying maybe the first game because we were hyped. I'm talking about the Cowboys and the Bucks. They were hyped. Mm-hmm. So the game got ugly real quick for the Cowboys. But this is the rhythm we need. These are these are the things that I think Dak is on the sidelines saying, hmm. That's, I'm talking about the smart quarterback. Right. Hmm. Okay. You know, because I'm I, you gotta look a little bit forward. We are playing beatable teams. Not and I ain't talking about the Cincinnati's of the world or the Bucks. I'm talking about this commander's team that's coming up. Now, the team after that may not be a pushover, but. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Uh, this segment was brought to you by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about Tyler Smith. We're going to talk about Jason Peters and that offensive line, something that, that was good, that was bad. And then we're going to go over to what I believe that this team's strength has now become is that Dan Quinn defense mm-hmm. uh, and, and how they're just pressuring people like no other. So stay with us. Come on back. Victory Tuesday. Cowboys defeat the New York Giants right here with Hanging with the Boys. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't-really-care fan, a we-got-em-next-time fan or we'll-never-win-again fan, a here-for-the-tailgate fan or a first-one-through-the-gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they made just about everything else easier, too. So whether you're a here-every-week fan or haven't been here in years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket are great seats. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and cowboy legends. Want to stay at a team hotel? Attend the best tailgate party in Texas? Tour the star and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls, with Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Back to Hanging with the Boys. Welcome back to Hanging with the Boys 23-16. Your Dallas Cowboys defeated the New York football Giants on Monday night football. Daniel Jones, <clears throat> you talk about Kirk Cousins struggling in primetime <laughs> games. Oh, Danny Dimes. Oh, he's running, though. He was, Danny he was Dimes running. is 0-9 in primetime games. He is... I, I, when guys look at the schedule sometimes, they they like Kirk Cousins has to know, like, Damn, we got a Thursday night football game. Damn, we got a Sunday night football game. <laughs> Damn, we play on Monday night. Like that that has to come into into play at some point in time. Daniel Jones, another primetime uh game loss. But Nate, Jason Peters, 40 years old, nine-time Pro Bowler, signed to the Cowboys practice squad. He's been doing this ramp-up thing for the last couple weeks. Mm -hmm. Finally got to the point last night where they were saying, all right, Jason Peters, you're ready to go. We didn't know where he was going to play. He practiced at tackle. Oh, I knew where guard. he was going. Left mm -hmm. guard. I, I talked to Will McClay. I talked to yeah. – uh, I've been telling he's been practicing that left guard. And he yeah. gets in last night and literally – and now this sometimes it's the way just the yeah. game goes. Yeah. Literally, I, he gets in the game. His very first snap is a 46-yard run. run by Tony Pollard. Yes. And it, he gets at the field, and he looks like he's actually missed his block. <laughs> and then he kind of puts his foot in the ground and comes back and seals the dude. Tony Pollard comes right off his hip, yeah. bursts through the hole for a 46-yard 40 gain. Nate, for a guy like Jason Peters, is this something – I wasn't a fan of the, of the of the snap count. I figured you're going to play him, right. play him. If not, then not. Right. All that back and forth communication, all that, they, I, they, I don't like that. Hmm. Do you think now going forward permanently that Jason Peters is <clears throat> going to be your starting left guard and that's just is going to weigh that, – that's, that's the way it's going to be for the rest of the season? If you looked at the game, you saw okay, – what happened on that run is Jason Peters did exactly what he said, but we were so fortunate because the center, go back and look, lost his man altogether. So not only did Jason Peters come back and block his man, he blocked the center man because he pushed that linebacker into the center's man. Yeah. And, boy, your boy hit at 90 going north because he saw that hole open up and he, like, boom. So a great play by Jason Peters. Yeah. But – Keep looking at film, and you'll see the center and Jason Peters pointing at a lot of people. Mm -hmm. What's that telling you, fellas? Hey, center, you know you got him. Yeah, he still doesn't know quite. Yeah. yeah, let's get this thing down first before we go all haywire. If you're going to just come in and say, we're going to run it downhill, that's one thing. But, you know, it's a passing game that's in there, too. 
and everybody's a little exotic because you know Wink Martindale is exotic. And he was praying that they just leave him in there. Right. Because we will find you sooner yeah. or later. So how they're doing it, me and you agree. I don't like that right now. Put him in there when he's ready to go in there and stay in there. You think so? Yeah. I'm wondering, like, would you consider – because – in some ways, is he a progress stopper? He's only going to be here a year, maybe. But the third, he's. A, but our left guard is a third team guard, and the best he'll ever yeah. be is a second team guard. Mm-hmm. So but that means he's never be a starter. What about McGovern if he comes back? Uh, that is the big question. Can McGovern play? We put him in last year for four games. Can, that is that not a question? Right. Can he play? Sure. He he and Daniel Jones are the same guy. Can Daniel Jones yeah. play? Can can McGovern play? But we know Peters can play, but he's got to know the plays. Because if you don't know the plays, eventually you're going to get somebody hurt. Mm. Talking about knowing how to play, we were skeptical coming into this season when Tyron Smith went down and they decided, yeah. hey, we're going, we're going young boy outside. We're right, going right, Tyler right. Smith is going to now play left tackle. And I know that he hadn't played it for, you know, all training camp. It wasn't practicing all training camp, but we're putting him out here. And, and Kurt – he seemed to have done, and I think he's still learning every single game. Every single game that, that especially, it always helps when you win. Yeah. But he's learning every single game. Yeah. Still had some, 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 he had the holding penalty, then he had a false start penalty. But it seems as if Kellen Moore and Mike McCarthy has figured out, let's get this big boy moving. Yes, sir. Let, let, let's let's pull people. him. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's get him on the edge. Let's get him. You can tell that he's an athlete. Yeah, you know, is is this a formula now for the Cowboys in the running game of saying, "Hey, big fella, we know you might be the youngest, but we're coming to your side, and we're coming to your side on money downs. So you really got to be in there and step up and do and do and do positive things for us." Yeah, I mean, he's, I think he's proven he can play. You know, I mean, at, at this point, you got to start wondering if. We're going to see Tyron in that position, Tyron Smith in that position ever again. You know, you don't, you don't, you don't bring, you don't, you don't do that. You don't put Tyron back there. No, I think you it's know, Ty- you, this you is Tyler Smith. This is his job yeah, now. This for is the, job. For, for, you know, and I hear everybody the flagship state now. I, I, I love what that. Happens, what happens to the old adage of you don't lose your job due to injury? That that start with Jimmy Johnson. Okay. In my era, that's <laughs> okay. this, this is. The best five, see, when you holler, and I hear, like I said, here the flagship station, I hear everybody holler this. Everybody say, let's put the best five linemen out there. But what if your best five and your number four guy can't play left guard? What if your number three guy can't play right tackle? Are you trying to fit all these pieces? What if they can't play that position? Right. Everybody's not. Let's put the best receivers out there. Everybody ain't a slot receiver. So you got two or three good slot receivers that may be better than your outside guy. Maybe. No. I like this kid out there. You either live and die with that situation. Okay, we'll put him back down at guard when Tyron comes. Why? Yeah, I think this. Why? Is now that's job. a stunt. That's a that's that's stopping the growth. Peters came in here with the idea that he may play left guard. Let him play left guard. If it, I, I've talked to Will, I've I've talked to Hall. You know, and, you know, and I and I didn't say, hey, this kid Peters gonna start. I said, but may may he get some playing time? Like he may, he may. Now, well, look, he may get. He got the playing time. 
But like I'm telling folks, until he's 100% who to get, still the best guy right now is Matt. And they and our tight ends, I'm going a little further, our tight ends are blocking a little harder. They're not no great Hendershot, yeah. Hendershot, Ferguson. They yeah. are blocking. They are fighting. Rookies at that. Yeah, right. they are yeah. fighting. They are fighting. Down block, down block, getting your tackle out. Uh, y- y- your tackle going down, getting your guard out. This is what I'm saying. If you are a coach of any kind of uh, experience, you, you can see that your left guard cannot deal with a power rusher, a power two-gapping guy. You can see that, so bring that tackle down on him. Uh, let him go upfield and let, that, and let the, and let the uh, all-pro guard hit him in, his, in the side of his head. <laughs> you know, make him think, make him hesitate, and that gives our, our, our left guard a chance until Peters get 100% with the offense. One question I need two answers. Has about Tyrus, three answers. No two. <laughs> has Tyron Smith seen his last days as a starter in a Cowboys uniform? I think so, to be honest. And it wouldn't surprise me at all if he just flat out retired after this. Tyron Smith seen his last days as a starter in a Cowboys uniform. Yeah, I mean, because if he can't play left guard, I mean, because you you can't. If this is your future and, and this kid is sitting out there learning, taking these lumps, bumps, and bruises, then, okay, we're going to put you back down in guard because, you know, and then what if, you know, and we know, we all love Tyrone, but we know, boom, okay, you hurt again. Mm-hmm. Now we playing musical chairs again? How many How many years? It may not be no Peters out there the right. next year. So you're going to keep playing musical chairs instead of knowing what you got mm-hmm. and solidifying it? That's what it's all about, consistency. What do you think? This segment was brought to you by blockchain, (laughs) blockchain blockchain.com. I think he has. I think think Tyron Smith has seen his last days as a starter in the Dallas Cowboys. Now, he may just say, you know what, I concede and I give the young boy the opportunity to go ahead and do his thing and I'll be here to mentor and to be a backup if necessary. Or he may say... I got a little bit too much pride in being a backup. I've been a starter my whole career. I've been one of the, I've been arguably the best left tackle in my time frame, yeah. if not the best, at least top three. Him and Peters, they Peters same guys. They're Williams. on the same team. You know, the two so, top left tackles yeah. have been Peters and this guy Tyron in the same. <laughs> you, can add Trent, you can add Trent Williams. Yeah, in that Trent Williams. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. These are the three dogs. Right. So, and I, we I got two of them. I, I don't yeah. know, but I, I think I think we may have seen, and but the Cowboys have always been, unlike teams like the Patriots, who will get rid of a guy two years before he falls off. The Cowboys at times have held on to guys maybe a tick too long, yeah. Uh, uh, and, and I don't know if it's going to happen the same way. Maybe they decided, you know what? Hey, we got something yeah. right here. We're going to go right here with these guys. Well, but even with, uh, I mean, even Terrence Steele. I mean, is this a top ten offensive line right now? Because obviously Martin's doing his thing, and Steele hasn't been bad. Nah. Last two games. Nah, they, they just a good offensive line with the coaching staff uh, taking every uh, ounce of uh, their ability and using it to to the to their benefit. You know, they're not trying to move and mash because they don't that, due to your center and your left guard. All it takes is two, and you got them two. Center and left guard are not mashers. The other three can mash. You know, but th- those two guys can't, and so you cripple your team. Mm-hmm. So they're doing everything in their power, Philman, uh, Kellen Moore, to make sure that these guys are, are having a chance to succeed. 
and that's getting number 20 on the outside. You see, they even put him in the reverse this this week, a single, like, you know, reverse, not no triple Lindy's and all of that. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying, Jess? I got you. Um, yeah. I got you. <laughs> all right, we'll take our final break of the show. When we come back, we're going to talk about the heart and soul of this Cowboys organization. That's right like that hurts you to say that. It did. I'm an offensive guy. I'm not going to sit here in front. I, I, <laughs> I, I want to see the offense be the go-to. I guess it's been for the last 30 years, 40 years. But times are a-changing. And we're going to talk about this Cowboys defense and how much pressure they caused Daniel Jones, record-setting mm-hmm. pressure. Micah still being uh, uh, creating havoc. Tank got into the sack party. Some words from LT about Michael Parks on his way out. Well, I want to hear that. So, hear that. so stay with us. I want to hear that. with the boys. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yo Quiero, Yo Quiero Guacamole. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of Cowboys fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't really care fan, a we got them next time fan or we'll never win again fan, a here for the tailgate fan or a first one through the gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they made just about everything else easier too. So whether you're a here every week fan or haven't been here in years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great Dallas Cowboys seats. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. Hey, Cowboys fans, if you're thinking about attending a game this season, visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Stay at the team hotel, have dinner with a Cowboys legend, and experience AT&T Stadium's exclusive VIP Owners Club. Also, tour the star, get autographs from your favorite players, and talk X's and O's with me, Mickey Spagnola. The official travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys will take care of all your travel needs. Visit CowboysTravel.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to Hanging with the Boys. Welcome back to 
Hanging with the boys. This segment is brought to you by Game Day Minicamp. Join former NFL players for our first Game Day Minicamp presented by Invisalign. Drop your kids off at the Ford Center on October 7th from 11.30 to 3.30 p.m. While you watch the Dallas Cowboys in the Washington Commanders game from your favorite restaurant in the Star District. To register your footballer for camp, visit DallasCowboys.com slash academy. So if your little one wants to play football, likes football, and you just want to get him out your hair for a little while, <laughs> drop they tail off. Drop him off. Drop her off, him off. Drop they tail off, man. And y'all go have a couple drinks. But don't don't get too don't get too don't get too lit. Uh <laughs> The Cowboys defeat the Giants 23-16 at MetLife Stadium last night on Monday Night Football. And a lot of it had to do because of this defense. Dan Quinn being yeah. the, the Geppetto of this defense, the string puller of this defense, his captain, Micah Parsons, has, has been a revelation, has been something that this defense has not seen in a while. And I'm talking about even with DeMarcus Ware. Right. I played with DeMarcus Ware. DeMarcus wasn't De, – I think the the impact that DeMarcus Ware had, and DeMarcus I think it will be a Hall of Famer, should have been a first ballot, whatever, and has led the league in sacks before. But just the ability to be as versatile. DeMarcus Ware lined up all the time defensive end. You knew where he was going to be at every single time. Micah lines up in so many different <clears> positions, <throat> and he stresses your offensive line to the point of no return. And because of his versatility and because of his ferociousness, he now has created these one-on-one matchups for guys like Dorrance Armstrong, like Bohanna, like Tank Lawrence, like Leighton Van Der Esch. I mean, in the list going goes into the on secondary, on like, like, like Donovan Wilson. Donovan Wilson. <laughs> yeah, because offenses are so worried about where he's lined up and how we're going to stop him. Last night, Daniel Jones was pressured the most he's ever been pressured in his NFL career. Ever. When they hit that number, there was still time left. And (laughs) Dan Quinn was still bringing pressure. And it just creates this, 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 and you saw Daniel Jones, he was trying to get out of there quick. He was trying to move and move and move. And that pocket was collapsing and those guys were coming from everywhere. Defensively, this Cowboys defense leads the league in sacks right now, collectively as, as, as a whole. How many they got, Jess? You would ask About 25. They probably do. I mean, <laughs> I'm serious. They, they're 13, probably they're 13, 13, yeah. Tank has three. Dorrance has two. Micah has four. LVE has one. There's probably a Bohanna sack in there somewhere. Right. I mean, so, I mean, every, everybody's eating. Everybody's yes. Yes. absolutely eating uh, at, 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 at this sack party. Is this – I guess we had the same question last year about the turnovers. Is this type of pressure and with the addition of sacks to that, is this sustainable, Nathaniel Newton? Is this type of pressure, is these type of uh, uh, total up these sacks, is this a sustainable thing for the Cowboys defensively? Yes, it is. Y- yes, it is because when you got one guy doing this, I say if this was Parsons all by himself – this is one thing, but we always we knew that Demarcus Lawrence has this ability. We finding out that Dante Fowler ain't no slouch. So these guys, you got you know, all, all we gotta do is get Sam Williams to join the party legally, yeah. <laughs> and then we'll we'll have something going because now 
this guy creates one-on-one pass rush. And, you, and these guys we mentioned, Darnell Armstrong ain't going to be denied. DeMarcus Lawrence ain't going to be denied. So these guys are going to do their thing. They're, they are literally going to do their thing. So you can keep this up. You can keep up the three, four sacks a game. Or excuse me, better spill, two to three sacks a game. You can keep this up. I don't know what the end of, end of the year would be, but two to three sacks, it should always be a possibility with this, with this group of guys. For sure. Kurt, For sure. On, the, on the back end, I guess the recipients of this pressure has to be the secondary. Yeah. You know, without J-Ron Curse due to a knee injury. And you've seen a guy like Donovan Wilson who had 11 tackles last night. He had nine solos. He had a tackle for loss. Um, I mean, he's even gotten in on the sack party as well. So we talk about, and you hear it so much, about next man up. And we talk about, you know, competition and controversy. Is this a case where you look at now and you're saying, Donovan Wilson's playing so well. When J. Ron Curse comes back, is he now splitting carries, splitting reps with him or – how how was how that work when you see a player like Donovan Wilson step up and play the way he's? Yeah, playing? I think so. I mean, he's Donovan's proven he can. He, he deserves time out mm. there, you know. And so, mm. well, I'm, what are you saying? It's coverage, mm. maybe now, not. Wait, wait, yeah, Kurt, right. don't get off your point mm. now. Right. Oh. Don't get off your I'm point. I'ma help my boy now. Don't get off your point. I ain't help my boy. I'ma help my boy. I'ma help my boy. Who got put in space yesterday? If Curse would have been there, if Kurt, who wouldn't have got exposed in space yesterday? Be ten toes down in your opinion, Kurt. Nah, I mean, Nate knows better. He's saying it with his chest. I guess what I'm saying is say it with say say it with your new. Last year they ran so much of that. <laughs> they ran situation. No, don't be bringing it. No. <laughs> last, I mean, last year they ran so much of that hybrid safety with Curse in there. I mean, I would think if anything, you'd see all three of them out there. Let me say this. But Nate knows about let coverage now, and all that. Let me say now. So. I don't know <laughs> about coverage. No, but let me say this right here. When when there's no Curse, then you're asking, uh, what's our new linebacker? Bar. Uh-huh. You're asking him to get a little bit exposed. Donovan Wilson ain't as good when you put them back-to-back on tight ends mm. or running backs. You don't want that open space on that second level with these but guys. isn't this – but that, but you get the pressure, right? So the yeah, pressure the, means not, that – You will not I'm always guys, have that pressure. Right. So sometimes you and have to – And those are the moments that you hope that they don't catch. That, right. And they <laughs> caught us yesterday twice with, 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 with our big t- – with our big uh, – what is that? What's our linebacker name? Barr, Anthony Barr. Barr, yeah. They called him at that open. You don't want that. Curse, and and for the big plays that Donovan make, he'll get caught, you know, standing yeah. in his shoes sometimes too. I, I'd rather have that sure thing mm-hmm. in Curse all the time than, right. you know. That makes now, sense. Yeah, that just, that, that's just my opinion. Now, you, you, you know, if y'all nah, want to split know, time, no. split time. <laughs> I know, I know Donovan gets a lot of criticism for kind of his. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you because. But he's that big hitter, you know. That's he's the guy. Yeah. yeah. This is what I believe. For. This is what I believe. The children are our future. Yeah. Yes, it, yes, well they are. And let and them lead the way. Yes, that's why you don't need to leave your school. Uh, <laughs> this is what I believe. When you play equal to better competition, you have to be more a little bit more precise. Mm-hmm. And that's what curse gives us that that being a little bit more precise, being a little bit more uh, in, in control. Yeah. And I'm not. And Donovan William Donovan Wilson has his spots in every game. Yeah. He should play every game. Uh, 
I saw Bell, the young Bell in there. But what's going to separate the big boys from the little boys is the least amount of bad plays in the bigger games. Bigger games are coming. Just talking about those safeties, it seems like Malik Hooker's kind of under the radar having a pretty nice year so far. Not saying a word, just maintaining his reps. (laughs) Not saying a word, just maintaining his reps. I I do believe that that secondary has benefited immensely. From the pressure. pressure. Yes. Because you're not – these 15, 20-plus yard routes just don't have the time to develop. They don't have time to develop. Quarterbacks ain't looking that far anymore because they're like, man, where is 11 at? You know, mm-hmm. and you saw last night Micah Parsons, who's battled some things uh, this week, last last week with, with, with health. They called it a cold. I later found out it was something more than a cold, but that'll be that'll that'll stay for off air. 13 um, sacks. But uh, you saw him last night still be a force, but also look look he's at times look human. Right, look gassed a little bit, yeah. tired, fatigued. You know that could have been some of still gets some up double teams Parsons. every time. You talking Michael about Michael Parsons? Uh, but I'm just saying, Parsons said he didn't care if he he used the restroom and yeah, if he boo booed in his clothes, he was gonna be out there. <laughs> then the answer was, you did your boo boo like that. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't set yourself up all the time. He said, "My boo boo in my clothes." Well, did your boo boo? No, nah, I didn't. And of course, you know, at the end of the game, we heard the comments prior to the game from Lawrence Taylor about being the greatest of all time, especially mm-hmm. defensively. And after the game, as he's walking up the field, they're asking him about, so what do you think about Micah Parsons? And, he, you know, in, in LT fashion, he goes, <laughs> he's a pretty good player. Now let's see if he can do that for 13 dang years. Yeah. So, you know, some said that LT was salty because they lost. I, I don't think that he was salty. In but that. they got his boy uh, put into the Leonard Marsh. They put him into the Ring of Honor with a few other guys, and they wanted that. They needed a victory. They needed a victory. Yeah, so it didn't but, happen. And, but, and by the way, Jesse, that was pregame. That was pregame. pre-game. Okay. That was pregame. Okay, I, I, was, was, I was standing right there. Okay, pre-game. I thought that was postgame. Yeah, no, I apologize. That was but, but check this out. Let me ask you this right quick, like, brother. You too, Kurt, since he, you know. you know. Nah, I just want let me ask you this question right quick, like. <laughs> We played Tampa Bay. We played Cincinnati. We played New York. What what, what do you feel about this team? I, I think this team is still evolving. I think this team is still evolving. I think this team has potential. I do. I I, I appreciate um, when guys go down. Other guys have to come in and step up and play. And I think that helps your football team. Because once you get into late December, mm-hmm. now what you've had is you've had guys who are second and third stringers who've had to get first team reps for a large portion of the time. Mm-hmm. That now when your first team has come back, if you have to revert back to those guys again, whether it's injury or whatever it may be, those guys aren't deer in the headlights. They're confident. Yeah. They're confident. Yeah. You're confident as a play caller, offensively and defensively, as a coach. You're not worried about, does this guy know what to do, know where to be? And that you don't have to kind of, quote, unquote, scale back what you want to do because there's a new guy in the mix yeah. when these guys had an opportunity to get those reps all year long. Yeah, so, I mean, you think it's pretty amazing. I mean, they've won two games now with a winnable game coming up, and they, you know, without their starting quarterback, without their number two receiver, maybe their number three receiver, without their starting tight end, without their, you know, starting left tackle or left guard. I mean, this is they're setting themselves. They're getting through this tough stretch now, like you said, and get those guys back. Maybe they'll yeah, get rolling. And we didn't even talk about your number one wide receiver today, 
who dropped uh, a pass. And we'll talk about him yes, tomorrow. Yes, sir. CD. We'll talk about him tomorrow. CD, big play lamb. I don't know about CD, I will catch you with one hand over the left shoulder <laughs> and fall out of bounds and double was, tap. What's the little dance easy, they be yeah. doing? The squiggly wiggly, the, 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 the itty gritty, the moola lily, <laughs> all of these young boys. Too easy. He came out of his bag yesterday after we, that drop. We, we'll talk more about that yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, he came out of his bag, Jesse. The frustrating He came out of his bag, Jesse. Of having CD Lamb as your number one receiver. You he, saw the gift and the curse of uh, it You saw the game. curse of what? Of C.D. Lamb scorching these giants? <laughs> yes, for the curse that you saw? Uh, I didn't do this in the open, so I'll do it in the closing. Mr. That, Jones, Michael Irvin, Nate Newton. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, that is Nate Newton. He is Kurt yes, Daniels. I am Jesse Holly. Together we are hanging with the boys. Hanging! We are the sports equivalent of, uh, what did I say? We're the sports. Braille. 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 Golly, people feel that us. Curse. I'm tired. I really am tired. <laughs> people curse. feel us when we speak. Thank you guys for joining us. Come Thank you, CD. Lamb. Lambster. Jason Ferguson, my first round pick. Way we're, to go, baby. We're moving on, right? Tomorrow's Cowboys yeah. offense. Yeah. Oh. Commander's defense. We don't, wow. we don't have 24 hours to That's celebrate right. anymore. Right. Cowboys offense, Commander's defense tomorrow. Wow. Come back here with this. Hanging with the boys. Thank you, Jesse. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!